0: Welcome to episode number 68 of Taken With You for May 16th, 2010. I'm Rick Moyer. Take this week on Taken With You, Amy and I talk about searching for a laptop, Mother's Day, graduation time, and more. Plus, we get to talk about my friend Darren's new CD out called Peace. And our main topic today, we wind up our series on What Turns Your Crank? Secrets to Better Communication. This time, we talk about the love language of physical touch. (laughs) Va-va-va-voom. Well, there's more to it than that. Stick around for taking with you. A special audio presentation from guest writer Simon Meddings. What's a Jolly Swagman? This is the Outback you've never seen before. Pulling up outside his house, Robert's jaw dropped open. His front windows were black. They were normally dusty, but not black. Clamoring from his vehicle, he edged closer to his home and strained hard to examine the glass panels. The closer he got, the more obvious what the black was. It wasn't paint or dirt, it was flies. Once a Jolly swagman coming soon to the Martial Gear Podcast. Was a, a unique project that I worked on, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You, do you like the music?
1: Um, I like that you made it.
0: <laughs> I thought it was fun music. I. I yeah,
1: you, you do fun music. I, I like one of the songs that you did recently. Was it called Emily's Song or something? Or? Oh,
0: well, that's coming up. We'll be okay. talking about that later, but uh, that's for another audio drama.
1: Yeah, but it was pretty music. It actually reminded me a little bit of Man from Snowy River classical mm. with horses running through water and water splashing all over and little diamonds in the air.
0: Cool. Yeah. Well, um... <laughs> I
1: was off base, wasn't I?
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. I'm Rick.
1: And I'm Amy.
0: And we do the podcast together now.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure you're happy about that.
0: It's fine. <laughs> everybody seems to like it better, so that's fine. Um,
1: I get I get distracted, though, sometimes.
0: What I wanted to talk about real quickly was we just played the promo for um, Once a Jolly Swagman uh. and talk a little bit about it because it is a really different project for me. I am uh, working... Uh, doing all sorts of different things, and in this case i am um I am making uh what do you call it voiceovers and dubbing and editing and stuff like that mm-hmm. for different uh people and I've been contracted by a guy uh, from Australia named Stefan Sonak, and I do the Martians are here podcast for him um, and we you know work together on different projects and stuff and this one was a special written by our friend meds. Uh, Simon Meddings from England um, that uh, does the Waffle On podcast. Mm-hmm. And he also listens to Take Him With You and we met, you got to meet his wife the other night on Skype. Yeah,
1: very nice wife.
0: They have a beautiful little daughter. She's so cute. She's
1: very cute. You, that's the one you
0: bought the Barf Vader t-shirt. Yeah, I got her a t-shirt that said Barf Vader.
1: It probably cost more to ship the t-shirt than it cost for the t-shirt. Yes, but, it did. But, but it was worth it when we saw a little picture of her in her Barf Vader t-shirt. We just remember <laughs>
0: when our kids were that age and they barfed all the time.
1: Yes, especially our oldest, but we won't get into that.
0: The smells of sour milk are gone from our home. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I liked the kids when they were that age, but I uh, didn't like the barf.
1: I liked hugging on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love hugging my babies yes. and kissing them. We're going to talk about that today.
0: Yes, we are, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact. But anyway, I wanted to say again, I'm trying to talk about Once a Jolly Swagman. Okay. It's a very, very interesting story. Simon wrote this very dark sci-fi story. And it's it's a little over more, it's it's more uh, in the PG-13 area than I've ever gone before in my production stuff.
1: Um, It reminded me a little bit of Doctor Who-ish kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, Doctor Who. Yeah, and a little bit.
1: I'm not a huge Doctor Who fan, but anyone who is will probably really like this. It's yeah. kind of it's it's kind of on that intergalactic dark side. <laughs> um, and in and, and it is it is funny in its own way. And kind of a yeah, dry You got dry it's a dry,
0: dark British humor, humor. Mm-hmm. Mr. Meds.
1: Yeah, Meds and, and his wife are just the sweetest people. So. They are very cool. So you but should take a listen to it.
0: No, Meds isn't as sweet as you think he is.
1: Well, his wife
0: is. His wife is real nice, but he I'm telling you, Meds, you're goofy. But I like you. <laughs> I really do like you. Goofy's he's really good. No, he's really cool. I in fact if we lived closer, I think we'd get in a lot of trouble and I might even end up in the pub a lot. So I it could be bad.
1: <laughs> Drinking tea. <laughs> I don't know. I've got my tea today. He did tell my me about all wearing. these different
0: types of beer that I would like.
1: Yeah. That tastes more like soda pop, or they're flavored anyway.
0: No, he didn't say they taste like soda pop at all. He just said that they're, it's lots different than American beer. I don't like the taste of beer, and I don't, so I don't it's drink like it. It's
1: made out of rotten grain. Who wants to drink rotten grain?
0: Well, some people do. I mean, you you like fermented uh, milk and stuff, so what's do? the... do? Well, sure, you eat cottage cheese and sour cream, yeah, and...
1: Yeah, I guess I, huh. I... I do eat cultured milk, I, not rotten milk. I
0: mean, this isn't the time to get into discussion on drinking, but in our culture it's a little bit different than i mean you live in in european countries and it's just a given that you're going to drink alcohol um because it's it's just part of their culture
1: Mm -hmm. they didn't have a great grandmother who was a temperance union lady yeah like i did well
0: i didn't I, i my whole family drinks and stuff like that but i i personally am an addictive personality and so i choose not to partake of alcoholic drinks because if i did you think I'm goofy now? I'd be in big trouble, and I would abuse it. So I just don't start. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. But again, I haven't found anything I really like the taste of. So I'm. But,
1: but we we probably shouldn't try. <laughs> Because I'm thinking, if we did find something no, that we I, like the taste I'm, of, it could be a problem. I'm doing
0: this totally tongue in cheek here, I but know. Uh, <laughs> but I know meds is getting a kick out of it right now. Yeah. Anyway, the story you need take a listen to it. It's not really a child's story. You don't want to play it for your kids, but we are. Are you ready for this? We are. This is a little inside. Uh-huh. We are actually editing up a version for kids. Oh, cool! A little editing here and there, some different sound effects and stuff. Um,
1: Taking out a, a colorful expletive or two. a colorful
0: metaphor. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, probably I don't know, but um, all I know is that the producer Stefan um, played it for his kids and watched their reaction, and decided to we could add some stuff here, we could take some stuff away here, and
1: there were a couple bloody scenes, weren't there? Like, oh yeah, nothing yeah. like
0: t- it's TV. I mean, you see it on TV yeah. all the time, so
1: yeah, I know, but you. Anyway, yeah, but yeah, you know, I mean, like sometimes we watch CSI, but I wouldn't play that for small children with all right, the blood right. and gore. And, so yeah. anyway, mm-hmm. listen
0: to "Once a Jolly Swagman." It's on Mar- theMartiansAreHere dot Just click on "Once a Jolly Swagman." It'll take you to this really hilarious poster that was designed and uh, done by I think Stefan's daughter and um, and a lady from Indonesia did the. Did the coloring work the and everything artwork. on it, yeah.
1: The artwork was really neat. They did a good collaboration.
0: They did. It's really cool. But anyway, you got to take a look at it and listen to it and let me know what you think. It's really different for what I do. And then the next one I'm actually producing uh, will be coming out. At, when this podcast airs, you should be able to go and uh, download it the next day, tomorrow. Uh, you should be able to download a brand new um, short story called Little Bit or Little Bit of Trouble mm-hmm. uh, by our friend Jen.
1: And you're going to be working on that,
0: right? yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I'm I'm mm-hmm. producing that right now and working on all the different things. It's mm-hmm. a it's a full audio drama with sound effects and voices and everything else.
1: Little bit's voice is really cute. Yeah, and I so, like it's, it. so so are we just talking away here. Just a minute, let me frozen. see if it still
0: worked. Hold on, we'll be right back. It worked fine. We no problems.
1: Huh? I wonder why it looked like it froze.
0: Oh, computers, Microsoft, all that jazz. That's why. But anyway, yeah. uh, we, I'm having a lot of fun working on the audio dramas and the Martians Are Here podcast. It's been a, a kind of a nice thing. Earn a little extra money while being able to do the podcast, and that's very helpful. So
1: Pay some bills.
0: Yes. I like that. Well, and I like being creative and working with a creative team. It's a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. I get to make mu- all sorts of different kinds of music, and I love that. In fact, if you, if you listen to it, it, tell me what you think of the music. And Eventually, I've been, I'm, right now I'm talking with Stefan, uh, the producer, about putting out the Martians Are Here podcast, music from the Martians Are Here podcast on iTunes. So people could actually, if they wanted some of the cool music that we've done or that I've done for it, they could actually download it and have it on their iPod. Or their computer or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll be right back with what's going on at our house in just a moment. Hello, my name is Meds. And I'm Kelly. And we are the presenters of Waffle On Podcast. Now, once you've finished listening to the brilliant Taking With You podcast. What in the wide world of sports is that? It's a podcast that's spiritual but not religious and all about Rick's geeky life. What? Does he like geeky TV? Indeed, he does. What? Like TV we like from 1960 to 1999? Indeed, and that's why he listens to us. That's what we're about. We do British TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. So come and find us. You can find us at Podbean just typing Waffle On Podcast. Podcast or iTunes. We'd be honoured if you'd join us. Thank you. <laughs> So Catherine has joined us for a moment here talking about what's going on around our house. And uh, for weeks now I've been putting up with her her annoying... An annoying it um, is not annoying. It is annoying. She has been complaining, complaining, complaining about what?
2: My laptop.
0: Yes, you have. And what's wrong with your laptop?
2: Well, there's a bunch of things. First off, it likes to turn off randomly. Because the power cord, it won't connect with this. I don't know. And what's this wrong is power
0: with. cord number what?
1: About five
2: or six. Yeah, it? there's been quite a few power cords. This one has worked the best, but it still it doesn't connect with it's it like somehow. A, it's something, it inside. Connect, yeah, something inside. Yeah, something inside it won't connect with. Yeah. So it um likes to turn off about every five minutes. So it's very annoying.
0: Uh, okay, so we are in search then for what?
2: Um. Just a new, good laptop.
0: And I've- you've saved up some money.
2: Yes.
0: And, and- we're going to go shopping for one. What What are you looking for in a laptop, Catherine?
2: Well, I guess I'm picking in some ways, but in, I don't know. I, I would like a webcam.
0: Why do you want and- a webcam? I don't want you I having a webcam.
2: Know. It'd be cool to be able to take pictures like that instead of having to upload them all the time and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's true. And so you want it to have? I don't know if the ones that I was looking at have webcam on them or not. I
2: don't know. It doesn't matter if
1: you I have a on portable them. one. You can borrow if you need to Skype with your brother or something. Not any other boys, of course. No,
0: no, you aren't. You aren't allowed to see any <laughs> boys at all ever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell her she can't date till she's thirty? Yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> And I keep a two-by-four next to the door with nails in it. So if anybody comes a call in.
1: And now you wonder why she's talked about wanting to go to Southern California for college. <laughs> so she can actually talk to a boy without you <laughs> hitting him with a two-by-four.
0: <laughs> All I know is if you're listening and you're you're a dad and you have a teenage girl, you understand completely what I'm feeling right now. Anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about computers. So, okay, okay so what do you want your computer to have on it? A um, webcam? What else?
2: I let me think I wanted it to have long lasting battery life a long lasting battery that was, way you can do school on the road right yeah and actually be able to unplug it for more than two minutes
0: okay and so, what else okay so battery life and um, webcam what else
2: not having it be too bulky
0: oh uh, see because I was looking at two different hp models that I thought were really good one was a nice big screen and I would have liked that one
1: it has a 17-inch screen, but it's a little bit heavier or bigger. But yeah, sh- you're like- not
0: interested in that, are you?
2: No, I like to be able to take it around with me.
0: You want a smaller one, but not a netbook because you need a CD yeah, or a I DVD.
2: Yeah, CD- I need a CD drive. Yeah,
1: she has to have a CD-ROM for school.
0: Okay, well, maybe after we're done with the podcast today, we can go check out some laptops and see mm-hmm. if you put in some money, I'll put in some money, and you can get a decent one. How's that sound? Sounds
2: good.
0: Yeah? Okay. Anything else you want to say to everybody?
2: I don't know. Um, have a good day.
0: All right. Thanks, Catherine. <laughs> Bye. Laptop shopping. How exciting. Well, we had a, a fun Mother's Day. What did you do on Mother's Day, dear? Um, this is my wife again. Bye. Yeah, Catherine's I'm, gone.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm back. Um, What did I do on Mother's Day? Well, I got up. And well, we knew that. I had some presents on the table.
0: That's always nice. And if
1: you had the webcam on, I would show everybody, but you don't.
0: I can turn it on. Here, just a minute. Let's look at it. It's always fun to do a little bit of our program live on uh, on the webcam, just because. And we put it right on my YouTube channel, uh, my video blog, and it's at uh, youtube dot com slash rick moyer seven seven seven.
1: Or if you're Rick's Facebook friend, he usually posts them on Facebook. Sometimes I remember to put them, share them on my site too, my Facebook page. Yeah.
0: But so yeah. here we are. We're live on the on the webcam. Mm-hmm. You're, you're talking about Mother's Day.
1: Mother's Day. Mother's Day. I got up and um, I did my email job and got ready to go to church. And I had...
0: Well, all we can see is a microphone. We all we can see. see.
1: You. Hi.
0: You can move the microphone a little.
1: Um, I can't really move this mic very much. We had this you discussion. You can do it. Well, I don't want to ruin well, it. Well, anyway, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, but so people anyway. can't see you. That's all. Yeah, well, I'm here. Anyway, um, I got up and Rick had already given me a weed eater for Mother's Day. Yay! All right, now I please asked explain for one. this
0: because well, most people, when they heard I gave you a weed eater, were like, "What? How insensitive!" It's Mother's Day.
1: Well, but I like stuff like Let's that. Find, now, now
0: the truth comes out. <laughs> I asked. What?
1: I asked for my my weed eater and my lawnmower were both broken, and um. We have a neighbor who we used to loan our lawnmower to, and so he said, oh, you can use mine as much as you want, you know. Anyway, just so... Just moved your
0: body this way, we could see you. And, of course, the phone's ringing. <laughs> Go ahead, anyway. So,
1: anyway, um, we, we decided that we would purchase, or that you would get me a weed eater for Mother's Day, because And I, so
0: I went, and I got you an electric weed mm-hmm. eater like you wanted, and, and I, you used it right I, out of the box.
1: Yeah, I we put it together and i was using it within a, a half hour of you getting it. Yeah. And um which i really like cuz we had a surprise birthday party for my um middle child Andrew. He is turning 18 this week and so last weekend we surprised him
0: with a surprise birthday with party. With a surprise
1: birthday party and and you know maybe this is pride but i really like my yard looking decent and um it hadn't been edged for a while so i was able to edge it and um with the weed eater and then he ended up andrew ended up mowing the lawn for his own party but he didn't know he was having he just knew we were having friends over that was great so that was fun um so anyway i got a weed eater and then you also got me which i'm not your mom but i like it when you i don't know if anyone can see this
0: here i'll bring it right over the camera careful
1: because it's full of tea
0: (laughs) here it is i got her this really cool mug That is uh It's
1: kind of a hippie mug. I like it. And well
0: cool about it, I wish I could show you the inside. Yeah, there you go. You can see it actually has cool little flowers on the inside too. So here's her teacup. All of you in podcast land, it's uh kind of green brushed, artsy. Looks like my daughter in law made it.
1: Yeah, and it's um it's not exactly your typical English China teacup. It's um it's like a big Starbucks cup, but I used it with tea and stuff, that's of right. Coffee. And I got
0: you some Earl Grey tea to go along with it.
1: Yes, okay. I what else?
0: Tell us a little bit more. We got to wind up here.
1: Um, then, um, the kids got me some licorice and a Ross gift card, and um, that was from Catherine. And my daughter in law gave me some hand lotion and stuff that was really nice. Cool. And then, Andrew, um, gave me a really cute polka-dotted flower pot and a huge bag of potting soil.
0: That's nice.
1: So anyway, I had a really <clears throat> nice Mother's Day, we went to church with my mom, and then afterwards went out for Chinese food. Your
0: mom is so funny. She said, boy, if I was 20 years younger, I'd really like this church. <laughs> I know. Because their music, or the music that at, at the Reality Church in Olympia is... is uh, yeah it's really good but my, it's loud yeah
1: my mom's church just has a piano and organ and that's it and, and this has
0: a full-blown band with a bass guitar and an yeah. electric guitar and drums and yeah. singers and guitars mm-hmm. and yeah that's great
1: yeah so anyway um we had a good time and i got to spend mm-hmm. some time with my mom and then came home and had a little nap and went on a walk and it was a great mother's day
0: good i'm glad you enjoyed it that's mm-hmm. good um, one last thing before we get on with the show today, I wanted to uh, talk about my friend Darren Montgomery. Okay. Darren has has put out a brand new CD, and I'm just so happy! It sounds so good. If you go over to, he's got it for sale over at cdbaby.com, and I want to play some of it for you. Um, it's uh, uh, cdbaby.com/slash/CD/slash/Darren Montgomery. We'll put that in the in the podcast notes. But listen to some of his stuff; it's really good. <laughs>
2: I am so loud right so what the Lord has done I will come
0: I'll your throne Anyway I will his, his CD is mm-hmm. called um, Peace.
1: Yeah, I really like it. I yeah. I'm I do not have it on my iPod yet, but you bought it and so um Yeah. I'm going to put it, download it soon. or when you can help me figure out how to do that. I enjoy <laughs> apart from you
0: that's that's uh, some of Darren's stuff. He's a really good um, worship leader, great uh, composer and recording artist and um, anyway he's awesome so you got to check him out I'll have um, I'll have a, a link in our video blog and a link um, in our podcast notes so you can go get his music because I already downloaded his CD
1: Yeah I'm you know what? I think we should go visit he and his wife over in Walla Walla this summer that would be fun. I think so. So, Darren So, Dar- Darren. Darren, if you're listening to this, invite us to come visit this summer.
0: And we <laughs> just, will.
1: Just uh, probably one or two days because, well, find a camping spot.
0: <laughs> while the wall warm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, we can get ha- a
0: sweet onion while we're there.
1: We don't have a tent anymore, though. Well,
0: so. we'll, we'll figure something we'll out. We'll
1: have to figure something out. Yeah. But, yeah, we'd love to come over there this summer. Um I think you were invited to speak at his church, but it was during the snowy season.
0: Yeah, I don't think we were able to go. But, yeah, um,
1: we weren't able to go. And, and there's and we really don't like driving on the snowy passes either.
0: No, 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 no.
1: For those of us, uh, those listening to our podcast that don't know how washington works where we live there's these huge mountains in the middle of our state so chopping
0: it's, it in half yeah so eastern washington of, western washington it
1: can be a challenge if you don't like driving in the snow even it right can. now there's snow in some of the passes they had a big snowstorm just last week yeah so and that's um yeah april and may yeah so snow.
0: what you should do is go over to darren's artist page at cd baby there it is right there it's uh cdbaby.com slash cd slash Darren Montgomery, M-O-N-T, G-O-M-E-R-Y. There he is right there. Oh, I'm showing that to everybody on the webcam. Uh, and you can, of course, check this all out at uh, at my YouTube daily video blog. Mm-hmm. So thanks, everybody, for joining us on what's going on at our house. Uh, coming up, we have all sorts of really cool things. We're going to be uh, talking out of words of wisdom out of Genesis 42 Um, We are going to have our subject Our big subject today is uh, The love language of physical touch So Mm -hmm. you don't want to miss any of that
1: Yeah baby Cute
0: (laughs) The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast Stand by to receive our transmission Sci-Fi Entertainment News and Commentary I am Locutus of Borg Star Trek Episode Analysis
1: Captain of the USS Enterprise
2: Smokey religions and ancient weapons
0: Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews
2: I am to misbehave
0: the weekly Trucks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at sci ficom Time once again for Words of Wisdom here on Take Him With You. Today we are in Genesis chapter 42. We've been following the life of Joseph. And so Amy, why don't you start us out?
1: Okay. When Jacob learned that there was food in Egypt, he said to his sons, Why do you sit around here and look at one another? I've heard that there is food in Egypt. Go down there and buy some so that we can survive and not starve to death.
0: Ten of Joseph's brothers went down to Egypt to get food. Jacob didn't see Joseph's brother Benjamin with them. He was afraid that something bad might happen to him. So Israel's sons joined everyone else that was going to Egypt to buy food for Canaan too. was hit hard by the famine.
1: Joseph was running the country. He was the one who gave out rations to all the people. When Joseph's brothers arrived, they treated him with honor, bowing to him. Joseph recognized them immediately, but treated them as strangers and spoke roughly to them.
0: He said, Where do you come from? From Canaan, they answered, We've come to buy food. Joseph knew who they were, but they didn't know who he was.
1: Joseph, remembering the dreams that he had dreamed of them, said, You're spies. You've come to look for our weak
0: spots. No, master, they said. We've only come to buy food. We're all the sons of the same man. We're honest men. We'd never think of spying.
1: He said, No, you're spies. You've come to look for our weak spots.
0: They said, There were twelve of us brothers, some of the sons of the same father in the country of Canaan, My youngest is with our father, and there is no one more.
1: But Joseph said, It's just as I said, you're spies. This is how I will test you. As Pharaoh lives, you're not going to leave this place until your younger brother comes here. Send one of you to get your brother while the rest of you stay here in jail. We'll see if you're telling the truth or not. As Pharaoh lives, I say, you're spies."
0: Then he threw them into jail for three days. On the third day, Joseph spoke to them. Do this and you'll live. I'm a God-fearing man. If you're as honest as you say you are, one of your brothers will stay here in jail while the rest of you take food back to your hungry families. But you have to bring your youngest brother back to me, confirming the truth of your speech. And not one of you will die. They agreed. And that's where we're going to end up. Okay. So interesting little story there.
1: You have to tune in next week to find out what happens. What happens
0: on the words of wisdom here on Take Him With You. Amy and I could really use your help. Would you consider donating to the Take Him With You podcast? Just go to our website, takehimwithyou.com, click on the donate button, and use PayPal to help us out with all sorts of things here at the Moyer household. We would sure appreciate it. Time once again for Food for Thought on Take Him With You. touch this
1: sounds like my 18 year old <laughs> no touchy <laughs> oh
0: well that's how 18 year olds are isn't it
1: well it depends
0: <laughs> yeah that's true yeah well here we are we are now in the last love language we've been doing a whole series this is our sixth podcast on the five love languages one to introduce and then one on each of the love languages and we're wrapping up today We've been discussing the book, The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts by Gary Chapman, mm-hmm. which is a bestseller on the New York, uh, what do they call it, the New York Times best-selling list or whatever. Um, they've sold over 5 million copies of the book, and uh, you can get it from Amazon.com by going there and ordering it. Or you can go to iTunes and download the audiobook for like 7 bucks.
1: And if anyone asks you to perform their marriage ceremony you make them read this book before you'll say will you take this man to be your husband Yeah
0: I've got a few <laughs> weddings a few weddings that I'm doing here in the summer and uh, each one of the couples I've asked to read the five love languages cuz it's so helpful
1: Yes it's just it's good common sense practical kind of things of how to show love day to day
0: Yeah and basically what it is is um ways to communicate that um That improve your relationship because you find out how different people receive love. And when we feel loved, that's when we're the most communicative and that's when uh, relationships are the best. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we've been talking about it. So it's really a communication tool. And it's not just for married folks, even though today when we talk about um, physical touch, um, it obviously is a lot more to do with married couples and stuff like that. But really there is something about being touched. They've done lots of research. Mm-hmm. um even with babies yes you know that have been held or not held and how that affects them as they grow and uh, how people in adolescence if they are are touched and hugged and that can be a that is a very important thing because every human being needs to be touched in a non-threatening way
1: mhm and if babies aren't held it can really delay their development mm-hmm. um so there's there's something natural and almost supernatural about um that nurturing that mm-hmm. that you can give your children it it can really impart to them um a security and um a well-being that will make them
0: make that closer to you
1: i my my mic stand isn't working so if i pull on it it starts to rip our counter apart. oh that's nice yeah is that better yes yeah so anyway it's really important for for children to be touched and loved. And, and I, I know that whenever I go to a nursing home, or if, you know, if I have a relative there or a hospital, I try to, you know, hold their hand or pat, whatever they're comfortable with, you know, not right. make someone uncomfortable. But I, I've often noticed visiting an, um, nursing homes that the elderly people, even if they've had a stroke or can't talk anymore they really like their hands held and and
0: they're responsive to touch yeah well now this is interesting because at the author of the book gary chapman goes into great detail about our human bodies and how we have nerve endings and receptors and things on all sorts of parts of our body not just you know people when they when they hear physical touch they think of sexual stuff Mm -hmm. but that's not the only part of our bodies that respond to touch um very interesting the ends of our fingers and the the tip of our nose and different places on our body are very um sensitive and not just the sexual parts of our body and and it's it's not just you know physical touch isn't just the phys, the the um, the sexual part of things there's there's a whole lot of research into the fact that human beings when they are touched a lot of human beings um, feel very loved and secure and um, that, that it just helps them to feel loved and accepted when they're mm-hmm. touched. Yep. It also can be creepy.
1: It can be if you don't know the person touching you or they touch you in a way you're not comfortable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well we we've, we've been discussing all the different love languages. The first one we talked about was words of affirmation and that was where, you know, encouragement and and speaking well of people and and encouraging people with with your words. Then there was the receiving of gifts where the person felt the most loved when they got things from people and didn't have to be expensive things but mm-hmm. just little gifts and stuff. There was quality time. You know, when you actually spend some time with someone and and look into their eyes and talk to them and give them your undivided attention, that's when they feel loved. Then last week we talked about acts of service, where when you do something for someone that maybe they don't want to do, but you do it for them, Mm -hmm. um, they can feel very loved by acts of service. And then this week we're on physical touch. Now, this is an interesting one because, Amy, when you took the test... And by the way, you can take the test at fivelovelanguages.com. That's the number five, lovelanguages.com. You can take the little assessment there. It's free to take the test and find out what your love language is. But when we, when we took our love language test, I came out what I thought I was, and that was receiving of gifts was my number one. Mm-hmm. And then the second two of mine were acts of service and what was it? Oh, words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you took the test and you were surprised at what you got.
1: I was surprised because um I came out highest on physical touch. And I was I was surprised by this because my family wasn't overly huggy. I mean, we hug and stuff, but not like gushy all the time. Which you know?
0: which leads me to think That perhaps you... I think you're equating how you grew up with what your love language is. But I don't think that's true. Mm -hmm. I think each one of us is uniquely made by God Mm -hmm. with certain needs that are more prevalent in our lives than than other people. So Mm -hmm. I think that it doesn't matter what you grew up in. I think it's important how you feel. Yeah. And so when you take the test, it kind of weeds that out. And so you were surprised because you scored highest...
1: In the physical touch. Yeah. But when I thought about it, though um the time one of the t- couple times that I felt the most loved growing up both dealt with physical touch one was when I was really little my grandma would say get on the floor and put your feet in my lap and she would rub my feet okay. and I just felt very loved and you know she was doing something nice for me and that was very comforting and I felt love and then the other thing was my mom and dad sat in the Um, were in the choir at church growing up but after they sang they would come and sit with my grandma and I and um, if I got tired my dad would let me put my my head on his knee and he would he would rub and scratch my back and I just remember feeling so loved and secure and safe and it was just kind of a little heaven bubble right there where I just felt this warm glow and happy and, and peaceful so, and but
0: that's because that because, uh, physical touch is your primary love language
1: yeah and so even though i didn't have you know except for a few times growing up where i would get my back rubbed or my feet rubbed we weren't really lovey huggy mushy but um you know looking back that those were the times that i felt
0: the most the loved. most loved Well, and it's interesting in our marriage now, and and those of you listening, we're going to read here in a moment the Facebook um, answers and Twitter answers because they were really insightful and good. Mm -hmm. Um, Not everybody feels that way. Not everybody feels, I mean, everybody has to be touched to a certain degree. But a lot of people, you know, feel, well, my family can touch me, but I don't want any, you know, I don't want a stranger touching me or I don't want to, I'm not a real huggy person or whatever. And that doesn't make you bad. It just mm-hmm. means, like for Amy, for instance, for you, I've noticed that through our marriage, I, because receiving gifts is my love language, I thought it was yours. Mm-hmm. And so here I would do something special, buy you something or whatever, and you would react good, but it wasn't. You would have rather had me hold your hand or put my arm around you or Mm -hmm. you kiss you on the forehead or, you know, that kind of thing, which is which I didn't understand at first.
1: Yeah, like um, for me, if you sit on the couch with me and snuggle with me, that is so important. And then on the other side of things, if you get real busy for a few days and you don't touch me at all, I, I feel like I start shriveling up. And again, it doesn't have to be. Like a sexual thing,
0: even though that's all right.
1: <laughs> okay, this is a um, G-rated show here. <laughs> anyway, um
0: all right.
1: <laughs> but anyway, but if, if, if for some reason your touches are absent from my life and, and I don't get hugs and you don't sit by me and snuggle or hold my hand on a walk if if I don't have that for a few days, I get really sad and insecure and depressed. But if you, like recently, especially since you found out that that's my primary love language, you've been giving me hugs every day or last night you sat with me on the couch. Well, and- let, let
0: me just say that when you find out that you've missed it all these years, it's a little bit humbling and <laughs> and it's also... Um, Well, I feel bad because I didn't realize.
1: Well, I thought my primary love language was quality time. So did I. But this is my idea of quality time was holding hands on a walk or sitting on the couch snuggling.
0: And you got it confused with. All
1: of my quality time had to do with physical touch. Yeah. (laughs) So I just thought that was interesting I, yeah. you know, and I still like going on a hike with you, even if we don't touch. And you know, there's different things that I still enjoy hanging out with you. I think quality time is up there, but it's just not my number one. Yeah,
0: well, and this is interesting because when you when when we read the book, uh, that chapter on physical touch had an interesting story about a couple that um, uh, his love language was physical touch hers was acts of service Mm
1: -hmm. and so she would cook these fancy meals for him and everything a lot of time in the kitchen
0: right but she he tried a little experiment after they were married and she went six weeks without actually really even touching him and he just wanted to see how long it would take and it just drove him nuts to the point where he didn't think their marriage was going to last and so they went to marriage counseling to figure this out and of course dr chapman said well it's because you don't know each other's love languages and when they finally figured it out he equated he said to the guy he said now um you know how it makes you feel when your wife is intimate with you and you you know you have this wonderful relationship and you know you have this whole experience you feel loved you, you feel, feel secure. Loved and secure and you know he goes now when you do the laundry for your wife that's exactly how she feels and his response was I mean, his response was, well, bring on the laundry because if, if – because she makes me feel so good that way, I did not realize that her primary love language is acts of service. And if I do the laundry, she, she gets that same secure feeling and same – not the same you know exact physical feeling, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And she, so she feels loved. She feels loved,
1: loved yes. and secure. And, yeah. and so
0: their marriage changed over the next nine months. And as a result of it now, he does a lot more things around the house. Not because he enjoys doing it, but he loves um, the fact that she feels safe and secure. And here's the benefit. The benefit of, of learning your spouse's love language or your boss's love language or your teacher's love language or what, whoever you're involved in as far as, as relationships the benefit is when you make them feel safe and secure and loved. and loved, then they in turn want to do the same for you, even mm-hmm. if they don't realize what you're doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's not a manipulation. It's just the way that relationships are supposed to be. We're supposed to have compassion. We're supposed to care about one another and be part of each other's lives. So, uh, But in the area of physical touch, it can get awkward <laughs> in some yeah. things. But let's go ahead and read some of the, the, the things that we got from Facebook and Twitter. I'll bring up my Twitter.
1: Okay, and and you bring Facebook.
0: up Facebook. Why don't you uh, look, say what I proposed there and then uh, read a few while I get Twitter going.
1: Okay. Rick's question was, are you a touchy, huggy or um, kind of person or do you like your space? And Tammy was the first to respond and she says, I love being touched and hugged. I also love to hug others. She sounds like, like me. Um, Timothy says, I like to have my space. People randomly hugging me creeps me out. If they ask, I may allow it, but I don't like it um, unless I really know the person.
0: And that is is completely understood.
1: Yeah. You know, if someone hugs me that i don't know very well even though i'm a touchy huggy kind of person i might not necessarily well, there, I might not be comfortable see, with that
0: and and in the circles that we have been involved in when you go to church a lot there are people there's affectionate way to greet people but there's also inappropriate ways and we over the years have learned how to hug people in a different way if i don't know them really well i don't do a full body hug because that's just a little weird
1: well and if if they're not related to you, like your wife or something, then that might not be even appropriate. Like in, we actually taught our youth leaders when we we're youth pastors how to appropriately hug especially uh, yes. someone of the opposite gender. Yeah, you just
0: kind of do the sideways hug. And, so, you and, know,
1: like, you know, hug. Or if someone comes at you from the front, just step one foot forward so that you're just kind of leaning a little bit yeah. in and have well, a and little the reason, space. And the
0: reason for that is we actually know some people that are abusive when it comes to physical touch. And so they will, they're, they're attempting to grope or to feel or to, you know, do something inappropriate. And, and you got to watch out for that. That's just not appropriate. It's not right. And, but at the same time, you can't just throw out, in today's society, people can get accused of all sorts of things, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you can't throw out physical touch because it's an important part of human beings.
1: But there are ways to give hugs sure. that are sure. non-sexual, that are platonic and are healthy. And yeah. so you just have to kind of learn how to maneuver a little bit so yeah. it's it's not touching inappropriate parts, yeah. <laughs> you um, know? So anyway.
0: Savril on Twitter said, um, I only give open hugs to family. I'm a little uncomfortable with people I don't know touching me lots of laughs. personal space equals good, yeah, and especially um she's pregnant right now, and <laughs> you remember when you were pregnant people yes. want to touch you yes. they want to touch your belly
1: and for and how most, do you feel how did
0: you feel about you that you know
1: for the most part, that didn't bother me unless it was someone i didn't know right you know or you know sometimes i don't know we we did <laughs> we did some work um With homeless ministries and stuff. And so sometimes some guys could be a little bit different and look look at you kind of different. Yeah. And that would make me uncomfortable. And they might not even touch me, but I just don't like the way they look. at me. Well, I mean, I I don't
0: know if you've noticed, but we can talk about this. There are certain guys and girls... Mostly guys that we've seen, but but I'm sure girls have the same problem. that have a real spirit of lust about them, so they yeah. they, they kind of they're kind of like undressing you with their eyes. Yeah, they don't or they look kinda, at your
1: eyes; they look, they look down, your, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like um, my eyes are up here.
0: <laughs> and and just you know, if you're listening and, and you know somebody like that, it's, I think it's just a problem that they have because they, yeah. they're treating a person like an object instead mm-hmm. of instead of a human being and and I think that can go overboard. I mean, you to a certain extent, you, you God did make us as sexual beings. Uh and there's nothing wrong with that, but when you start to objectify women or men and and you begin to um you know have a serious problem with uh you know your thought life and stuff, that it's it's a problem.
1: Yeah, you need to treat people like people, not objects. So, yeah. anyway, um so, do you want me to read a couple more Facebooks sure, please. here? Okay. Um, Angie says, ooh, I'm very touchy-huggy. I love to give hugs to everyone and kisses on the cheek. And Megan says, somewhere in between, I think, um, it just kind of depends on my mood and how well I know you.
0: Yeah. And, and I I, th- I think that's pretty normal yeah. for most people. but. It is true that some people derive the worth, the a feeling of worth and love, out of physical touch more than others, mm-hmm. and like you, yeah. And uh, here, this is a really good one. Um, um, Billy Bob four seven six from Canada says, "Definitely touchy huggy," but I'm Italian; it comes with the territory. Ah. Uh. And then uh, our friend Kenny, uh, I love his response. He says, "If I know you, yes, very touchy huggy. If not, handshake. But if I spend a few hours with you and I like you." A hug goodbye <laughs> and that that just reminds me of his personality and and so that's that's definitely him mm-hmm. what else do you have there
1: it says i'm not really a touch person i don't like it much but i put up with it for people like my mother who i know is and that was daniel
0: well and that's that's a really good good thing there um a lot of people they they if they don't put up with it, people who do feel love from that feel rejected, yeah, I mean you do if i like like you were saying, if i don't touch you for a long time or if I'm really busy on a project and we just don't get that time in, you are you are much you feel insecure mm-hmm. and rejected and i'm not i'm and I'm not feeling that way at all and i and it's like, oh I didn't realize that, you know that's the so if you can learn how to receive hugs and different things from people that you know feel loved that way, you really help them. Now, you may not feel that way, well, but it's good to.
1: And, and just a clue to someone who's married. And if they have a spouse that their primary love language is um, touch, they may like more touches than just the kind in the bedroom.
0: Well, yeah, it's not all and, about sex.
1: Well, the reason why I say that is sometimes. Um,
0: what are you trying to say here? Are you saying something that I'm going to? Freak I'm just out saying over? no.
1: I'm just saying there's different love language. <laughs> there's different um, dialects he talks about in yes. the book yes. of each love language. Yes. So, um, for some men, maybe that would be their primary dialect. Is what happens in private with their spouse right so they they might be fine not holding their wife's hand all day or right. or um hugging all day and as long as they have that private time then they're cool but but there are other dialects and so so you have to just kind of communicate again and you know well, and that
0: was the key too he talked about communication you know anytime something physical is involved Um, any type of physical contact, it's really important to know from the other person what physical contact they like and don't like. Because Mm -hmm. let's, for instance, I don't know if anybody watches NCIS, but the Gibbs slap, yeah, that is actually on Gibbs terms. If you've watched the show, he slaps like the probies or different things in the back of the head and it's affectionate from him. I know that sounds weird, but he's showing affection. He's showing, you know, he's well, being you know, goofy with him.
1: If you see that for football with guys, they'll punch each other in the arm right. or like, what slap you each other on the behind, which right. I don't know, and that's really appropriate. But anyway, I think it's a guy's way of showing macho affection. Right, like you're my brother, I love you and punch you. Right, ya.
0: but if somebody, well, let's say you think that's fun, and but your spouse doesn't, yeah, or a coworker. Let's say you have a coworker that you. I, you're just doing something really, you know, that you think is great. And it can great.
1: come across abusive to them.
0: Exactly. It borderlines yeah. on abuse. If you're doing something that's uncomfortable to someone else at border, it is abuse. Mm-hmm. And so it's so important to communicate.
1: Communicate.
0: And I know nowadays with sexual harassment and things in the workplace, um, you just have to be very extra yeah. sensitive to that. And, and uh, you know, touchy, huggy people have to learn to, you know, control themselves a little bit because you could cross over into inappropriateness. Mm -hmm. but at the same time you don't ever want to surrender the fact that that um we are made that way that that is an important part of our lives but you just can't abuse it and, and communicate
1: and i think i think it was in the book where it talks about um sometimes in a time of grief when someone who's who's not normally touchy huggy
0: they just want to be held. They
1: just want to be held. Yeah. You know, if someone's well, going through a hard time or, yeah, or a I hand, found, a little rubbing on the hand. Yeah, you well, know, I found or, out
0: with you. See, I'm a person that wants to fix everything.
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Okay. So if you, come to, <laughs> if you come to me with a problem and you're very emotional about it, I just will say, well, you need to do this, 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 and this, and this. So just buck up, camper, and be better. Uh-huh. But that's not what you want to hear or what you want. You don't really want me to fix it. And I didn't know this for years. What you really want is me just because your primary love language is is physical touch all you want to do is have me hug you you can cry on my shoulder and you don't even you don't even really care if I say a whole lot I just need to hug you yeah and I like let, to and be let you hugged. cry mm-hmm. and that is so weird to me now no <laughs> offense but it, that's that's foreign to me unless it's a huge like if, if there's a death in the family i've I've wanted that too but Yeah. You are like that all the time. And I did not realize that you didn't want me. I mean, it's nice if I can help you fix the problem, but you really just need to know that I'm there for you and you hug me and you feel loved and and held. Yeah. And that's so different for me. I didn't mean to call you weird. Sorry.
1: You bet you did, didn't you? (laughs) That's really funny. Uh, well, Well, anyway. You just said that's weird to you because you're not normally like that. Right. But you do like your hair played with.
0: Yeah, but that's different. Why? I don't know. It is <laughs> uh, touching somebody makes a person feel secure, mm-hmm. uh, loved, yeah. valued,
2: mm-hmm.
0: important, mm-hmm. and needed. Yeah. And, and so, so, if you have a spouse or a friend or, or somebody that um, this is their primary love language, these are important things to remember that it's not just, it's not all about the sexual side, even though that is wonderful and great. Um, really, when you get right down to it, there are some people that love tanks or their tank inside of them that makes them feel loved is not full until they've been physically touched. If they're, mm-hmm. you know, if they if you pat them on the back or you or you shake their hand or you, you there's just all sorts of different ways that people can feel um, needed and wanted and secure. But m- most of the time that that's a physical touch type of thing. Yeah. So Should we keep reading yeah, some let's keep Facebook? On. Keep I
1: have lots of Facebook. All right, let's go. Dwayne says S dot dot dot, P dot, dot dot, A dot dot dot, C dot dot dot, E dash dash dash. Space. Yeah, he wrote space. Spaced yeah. out space. That's cute. Yeah. And Joseph said, I am touchy huggy with my wife, but touchy and huggy randomly isn't my cup of tea.
0: Mm-hmm. and totally appropriate now i've got a few here okay. um butterfly amanda on twitter says i am very touchy huggy even with people i recently met i love giving hugs and cuddling but have to back off because some people don't like it well so you um, amanda you're cat you're you're picking up on the exact same thing we talked about you mm-hmm. have to judge what that is and it's funny because even though physical touch isn't my number one thing i'm a huggy lovey people person but I've had to learn over the years when that's appropriate and when that's not.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, even though I really like physical touch, I think part of my personality is I was kind of shy as a kid. So mm-hmm. I I wouldn't go up to someone that I just met and hug them because I would respect their space and I would be kind of scared to. <laughs> and you
0: wouldn't now because I'd beat them up if it was a guy.
1: If it was a guy. <laughs>
0: Sometimes if it's a girl, you never know nowadays.
1: Well, yeah. Well, anyway, (laughs) um, let's go on. Um, Mary says, I'm more of a giver than a taker. I am usually the one hugging or giving space. Um, Really and truly, I'm not enough on the receiving end to know. Um, But I suppose I'd like someone to ask now and again, do you need a hug and then collect a generous one? So next time I see Mary, since I know Mary, I will ask you, do you need a hug? And if you say yes, I will hug you.
0: Okay, and mine here on Twitter says, um, two extremely bright ISS passes tonight. First pass starts at 9.06 in the west, northwest.
1: What does this have to do with hugging?
0: Absolutely n- nothing. I got this. I get this really cool Twitter feed when the International Space Station is going to go over our house.
1: I think you ran outside one night. Yeah, I'm going to have to do. Well, us. when it gets
0: nicer, I'm going to do that. No, I'm, I'm sorry, I just clouds. totally derailed okay. it. But I'm it getting sends back me. A, on it sends me a Twitter when the space station is going to go over our house, so I can see it.
1: Okay, but we usually have clouds. But sorry. okay, so Harry says, <laughs> Harry says, I definitely like my space. Okay. With an exclamation part. <laughs> exclamation
0: point. point, okay. Yeah. Who, who else? And
1: Sarah says, oh my word, I am so a huggy person. I um, am just too awkward to pull it off with anyone other than my hubby. <laughs> I, I can understand that. I'm, yeah. I'm huggy with people I know, but I, I don't ever want to like make people uncomfortable
0: yeah i think that again if we live close to this couple we would we would have a blast with them because they like cats mm-hmm. and uh they she's decided that stripey could marry her cat yeah and, and you know unfortunately stripey is not it
1: yeah and sarah you... <laughs> yeah poor so, guy stripey's a eunuch is what I call oh, <laughs> eunuch stripy uh, he can live with that that totally not.
0: reminds me of <laughs> uh, when we were first married we had a bunch of people over at our house <laughs> pictionary. and they, they, they had a bible pictionary game yes and uh, we were sitting around night. playing this game and uh the the word that came up in the in the thing that we were supposed to draw on teams was eunice
1: and that's the grandmother of timothy, timothy in the bible
0: okay and so they we were supposed to draw eunice <laughs> But was it you?
1: No, you it was were me. drawing it. it was and I'm me. going, Why do you keep on doing the okay, exclusionary so, signs?
0: <laughs> so I drew I drew a picture of, of this guy with legs, and then I kept putting the exclusionary sign around his private parts. Cause I thought it didn't say Eunice. I thought it said eunuch. And a eunuch is, you know, castrated <laughs>
1: I think we were laughing so hard we were crying and our oh, stomachs hurt. It's uh, like
0: Rick, what well, are you well, doing? The whole team was like, "What are you?" And and then they didn't know what to say out loud because you know what do you say when somebody's drawing an <laughs> exclusionary sign through a guy's private parts? It, it, and in Pictionary, it's Bible Pictionary, so they were all. Finally, somebody get, did guess eunuch, and I said yes, yes. And somebody else, and then the other team goes, "It was Eunice, not Eunuch." <laughs>
1: you were a young christian at that point you hadn't been reading the bible that long (laughs) so you didn't know who eunice was i knew what a
0: eunuch was from history of the world by mel brooks
1: you knew what a eunuch was but you didn't know that that was i used to watch that movie by mel brooks and and there was a
0: comedy part where they brought the eunuchs and the queen had to pick which one yeah anyway
1: which one was going to stay with her daughters or something? I don't
0: remember, but uh, yeah. anyway. yeah,
1: That yeah, was yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, how got did in we that. get off was there on any... Unix? I don't know. We have about, we have about um, eight more. Oh
0: my gosh, um, keep reading. Yes. Oh, you want me to get on there and help you read? Because I'm all um, done with my Twitter ones.
1: Well, if you get there in time. I Dan, am. Dan says, Why? need a hug there bud
0: <laughs> i didn't answer him but no dan i'm okay I, I,
1: I, I will hug rick as much as he needs so don't i don't I'm, know
0: dan's kind of fun i don't know he may be able to hug me it might be okay i
1: actually i'm actually known to chase you around the kitchen if you come All right, in the kitchen stop don't tell anybody, I'm going Liz. Have you come in here to give me a hug and I open my arms up? (laughs) Let's
0: draw the line here. You know, they don't need to know everything about us. It's already weird enough when somebody emails me and it's like they know me and I've never met them ever before. Yeah. It's podcasting and pastoring. That's what that does to you, I guess. (laughs)
1: Yes. Life in a fishbowl.
0: My friend Brian from Arizona says, I'm very touchy-huggy. When I greet friends or family, it's always with an embrace and a kiss on the cheek, even for the men I know that can't handle it. That can handle it. Oh, that can't handle it. Oh, I'm sorry. I would just think, Brian, you would do it even if the man couldn't handle it. You're so funny. He's my marathon runner friend.
1: Yeah, I I can tell that by his little icon there. Yeah,
0: he's running in a marathon. He does Iron Man and all sorts of different stuff. And not Iron Man like the movie Iron Man, but actual Iron Man. Where you, you bicycle and swim and yeah. yeah well, anyway, yeah. I Brian, was thinking, thank you. I was thinking you'd be in thank pretty good damn.
1: shape if you were wearing an iron costume everywhere you went, though.
0: Well, yeah. Rebecca yeah. says she is touchy huggy. Yeah. It was so cute. We sat by them in church on Sunday, and uh, and uh, Ezra knows that's her husband knows her love language because when they were like when we were singing and stuff like he was putting his hand on her, and, uh, he was so cute. They're but such a cute couple. I
1: like it when you hold my hands during worship service. Thank you, dear. I do. I like that, too. Um, Ginger. Ginger says, touchy, huggy, and so is Paul. Well, that's her husband. Yeah. And, and I've, I've gotten some hugs from Ginger before. Sure. She and Sherry say
0: says, yes. <laughs>
1: okay. And then
0: Sherry, Cal- oh, sorry, we're not supposed to say last name. The other Sherry said...
1: Touchy huggy for sure.
0: Yeah, she is. She's fun.
1: And I got to remember that because she's yeah. one of my good friends. And
0: Jamie says, "I like my space. I really do not like to be touched from a blind spot." That you know, that's mm-hmm. really true. I've had that happen before, where I'll be sitting studying for the podcast, or I'll be doing something, and somebody will just come up and touch me. And if it's if it's you, it's fine. But I don't like it. Uh, and if my kids, that's fine. But I don't like it when I don't know who's touching me. Yeah. That's uh, get, I panic a little bit. Even, Maybe that comes from just being insecure when I was a kid. I don't know.
1: Even when we first got married, you had a hard time with well, me I just couldn't suddenly tu- you couldn't touching.
0: Touch my, yeah, or you couldn't touch my neck. It was either. your neck. I was afraid of vampires.
1: Yes, you've gotten vampires. over that.
0: Bleah, don't touch my neck. You've, got, you've
1: gotten over that, but it took about a year yeah. for you for yeah. me to be able to touch your neck without you freaking out.
0: Now I don't mind if you touch my neck, dear. Yeah, come over okay. here and touch my neck sorry Mwah.
1: <laughs> later <laughs>
0: oh my gosh okay um... let's get done with podcasting quick <laughs> last but okay. not least Dave says Dave
1: says a little of both but more on the touchy than the getaway <laughs> and you know and if I'm if I'm um, Thank you, not feeling well I can understand the getaway I mean there's times where even though oh, yeah. I'm touchy yeah. I, I think don't there's gonna... always need to be touchy. yeah
0: there's gonna be times in everybody's life that um, that they're not going to want. They just want their space. And that's okay. Yeah. Uh, and so there's a, there's space invaders that make me very uncomfortable. And then there's um, people that never touch that is, that is also uncomfortable. So it, there's a balance in all of this. Yeah. But if your love language is, if your primary love language or your spouse's primary love language or your friend's primary love language is physical touch, then it is appropriate to find out what they like and how you can make them feel loved mm-hmm. in an appropriate way. <clears throat> I yeah. say that. With fear and trembling.
1: Yeah. You know, there's... Um, if you're talking about a coworker or something or someone you don't know very well, one of my um, good friends in the past talked about what she told boys when dating. If my bathing suit touches it, you don't.
0: No, if my bathing suit covers it, covers it you don't you touch don't.
1: it. <laughs> you don't touch it. Yeah.
0: Nowadays, though, you could touch quite a bit with the bathing suits that are out.
1: Well, okay. Let's, let's picture... The kind of bathing suits your grandma would wear or something.
0: Uh, I don't want to picture that.
1: Well, I'm just saying, you know, there's there's certain parts that you shouldn't touch if you're, like, not married to someone. Okay. Yeah. Wow. If your bathing suit covers it, then don't touch it.
0: Got it. Until you're married and then whatever. Okay, well, (laughs) um, we weren't going to go into that whole section of (laughs) things. We can do that some other time when we... Maybe we'll do a podcast on sex.
1: Um, yeah, well, then you can touch the bathing suit parts <laughs> After you're married.
0: Oh, you mean we touch on it on the podcast. Okay, all right, great. <laughs> I don't
1: know what I mean. <laughs> okay, that's enough.
0: I'm getting totally red in the face, aren't I? Oh, okay. Get me a fan real quick. Okay. Let's wrap up this whole series on What Turns Your Crank, A Secret to Better Communication. Uh, We have, of course, been talking about The Five Love Languages by author Gary Chapman. Really enjoyed his book, and we really, really recommend it for everyone. Even if you're not married, it's okay. This is a great book to have just to understand how people and relationships work together and how people Mm -hmm. feel loved. So important in life that Mm -hmm. our relationships with the people that we have relationships with feel secure and connected and loved
1: and may i suggest that you download the audiobook? and the reason why i say that is this is unique to this book i'm um, not often do you have the author actually read the book yeah
0: gary actually reads this and, doesn't he
1: yeah he actually reads it so he's able to put the emphasis on what he wanted the emphasis on and um, yeah it was it was a really good audio book. I really enjoyed it.
0: So check it out on iTunes. Um, download it, listening to it on your computer, or your iPod, or pick up the book at local bookstore. Or you can get it. Um, of course, you can get it on Amazon. Uh, the five, and it's a number five. The five love languages, the secret to love that lasts. By Gary Chapman. Now, there's lots of product out about this because it's a real big seller. Get the actual book and get the, you know, there's other things you can get, but we recommend the main one to -hmm. start out with. And then, of course, you can do whatever you want, but uh, very, very good thing. So, what we covered was words of affirmation, receiving gifts. You like the neighbor's dog? Can you hear him? Uh, um, Quality time. Mm -hmm. acts of service and physical touch as the five love languages and we believe that if you know these inside and out and you know the people that you have relationships with that you can have a much better uh, success rate as far as communication and feeling loved in your relationship with people so i hope everybody enjoyed it we would love to get your feedback Mm -hmm. we love that Uh, you know we this series uh we've got
1: we hear a lot from the neighbor dog, though. I wonder what his love language is. It's not Food. getting met. Well, he's they probably, barking he's not
0: feeling secure or whatever. But anyway, you can always get a hold of us <laughs> by emailing rick at takehimwithyou.com. That's rick at takehimwithyou.com. I share those with my wife. And we would love to get some feedback. I'll leave a comment on our podcast. You know, what would really be nice is if somebody would leave some, uh, some reviews on iTunes for our podcast.
1: Yeah. Are, are we on podcast? podcast alley too yeah we're
0: on podcast alley we're on uh itunes we're on zune the zune store um so if you have a
1: reviews on whatever you listen on that would be great
0: we would really appreciate any feedback we can get it it's just very helpful it helps us keep going forward i mean we can see numbers of downloads and you know we're up to quite a few downloads during the month but it would be really nice to hear if you're being helped if you like the podcast if you like amy and i talking or if you don't uh, what you want to hear more of? If there's subjects that you want us to cover that we haven't covered, we would love to do that. But we just we can't read your mind. Yeah. So please, would you send us a little a little uh, blip in the in an email? That would be just fantastic.
1: It would. Yeah. It
0: would. Next week, uh, or uh, let's let's pray and then we'll introduce next week. Okay. All right, Father, we thank you that you have designed us, Lord, to want love and we don't always know how we get that love but but some of us have different ways that we feel more love than others and so we would ask god that number one you would help us to be loved and to have our tank of love filled up but also that you would help us be sensitive to those around us on how we could make them feel loved as well and and we just thank you god that you care about us and you have a great plan for our lives and we're just asking for your help in the area of communication. Lord, help the relationships around us to be stable and strong and uh, and help us, God, to live for you, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so next week, uh, I thought it would be fun, we had several requests for this, to do an entire podcast, now before everybody freaks out, on the Bible.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, not just, and we're not going to read the whole Bible, that would take many podcasts.
1: It would take quite a few.
0: But we thought of myth-busting the Bible. There are lots of different things out there that people don't know about it. Many, many people will say, I don't want anything to do with the Bible, but they've actually never read it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There's lots of facts and figures and fun, fascinating things surrounding how was the Bible written, who wrote the Bible, what does it have to say, is, it, is this really in the Bible or is that really in the Bible? You know, God takes care of those who take care of themselves, is that in the Bible? Hmm, I wonder. I
1: think it's in a Hallmark card.
0: I think so. I think originally
1: um, Benjamin Franklin. We're
0: going to so. call this one <laughs> we're going to call this one Good Book. Ah. Yeah, and so we're going to talk about the about the Bible its origins. Um some of the facts and myths surrounding it. We'll myth bust a few things. And I think it's actually going to be a very fascinating program because I think a lot of times it's very misunderstood or it's taken as a book full of mm-hmm. you can't do this and you can't do that or or it's taken as a real, you know, things that wars are fought over. And really, honestly, if you get right down to it, the Bible is a really cool book and it's very life-giving, but there there have been so many abuses with it. It's been used to do some very bad things.
1: Yeah. If you look at it, my favorite way of looking at it is that it's a love letter to us from God. Yeah. And that's the way I like to look at it. But if you take things out of context, that's when it becomes sad because people will twist things to their own purposes. And that's not healthy. It's abusive and mean. And so um, I like to look at it more as a whole. So yeah. we'll talk about that more so next So
0: join week. us next week for Good Book Myth Busting the Bible right here on Take Him With You. Now, Amy, Take Him With mm-hmm. You is what?
1: Oh, it's a some kind of recording from Moyer Multimedia, All Rights Reserved, Copyright 2010. Is that close?
0: Close. Close. Okay. It's, it's produced by Moyer Multimedia LLC Productions. That's it. Copyright 2010, All Rights Reserved.
1: You think I would know that by now?
0: I think you would.
1: Well, you just do that and to your voice so much better.
0: That's you? right. Thank you, Amy. Next week, we'll be back for more. Thanks for listening. Okay. How's that? <laughs> Okay, see you next week. Well, I'll see you today, but. Yeah. Okay, thanks. (laughs) Can't touch this.
2: Why are you standing there, man? can't touch this Yo, sound the bell. school is in summer. can't
1: touch this give me a song we- hi this is kenny and this is jenny we're the host of knights of the guild the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series the guild we're not like your typical fan podcasts
0: both jenny and i have worked on several seasons of the guild and take our listeners behind the scenes to share our fun and crazy times on set
2: we also have exclusive interviews with cast, crew, and fans of the Guild.
0: We keep you up to date on General Guild news and the latest happenings of our cast and crew.
2: So please give us a listen on
1: iTunes or at knightsoftheguild.com.
2: Hi,
0: Russell.
1: Are you like Mommy? Are you doing a podcast? A podcast. 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 Good boy.
2: That is pretty much the cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast
0: Anomaly Something that deviates from what is standard, normal, or expected. An oddity, peculiarity, irregularity, inconsistency, incongruity, a rarity.
1: I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And we're the socially functional co-hosts of Anomaly, the podcast with a unique perspective, a female perspective on all things geek. Star Trek. Star Wars. Lord of the Rings. Buffy. Firefly. Gaming. Books. Costuming. And general geek topics. The sometimes monthly, but always entertaining Anomaly Podcast. Anomalypodcast.com.
2: This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co host Jason and myself cover open wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast, we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumors as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with 1p,
1: or in iTunes. Search Champ Podcast chan podcast the world's fastest podcast
0: rick my brother how art thou i enjoy listening to your show very much and amy has become an integral part of the show so keep up the good work my friends and i'm also pleased to hear that you enjoy listening to my little podcast happy times which is a short weekly review about cheap or free applications for the ipod touch the iphone or as us geeks like to call it the eye thingy so come along and spend a few minutes with me, waxing lyrical about these fantastic little applications. I can be found at appytimes.podbean.com or simply look for me in iTunes. Rick, my friend, keep up the good work and happy times, brother. Hi, this is Rick Moyer and I've got a brand new CD out to watch the stars with. It's called Stargazer. Take a listen to some of the songs.
2: Three, two, one, zero. Launch commit. liftoff, off. We have lift off with Apollo 14. Three minutes past the hour.
0: Us this 13-track CD or download it at takehimwithyou.com/stargazer. Stargazer, a collection of songs to watch the stars with. Get your copy today.